1: We're going to start with the Moises-Casado situation. We last spoke obviously, last week, um, a lot can happen in football in a week, a lot can happen in a weekend. Um, the timeline of the Casado stuff, it looked like he was going to Chelsea, all thoughts were he was going to Chelsea. I think David Ornstein and loads of people, I think it was like half one on Friday morning or something, to we that Liverpool agreed the deal, um, other, yeah. other outlets as well reporting similar things. Then it was a case of Liverpool thought that he might have been getting a medical done. Then it turned out he was wavering And then yesterday it was officially announced Then he's gone to Chelsea So mm. Yeah I mean how? What's happened here Neil Just the, the general okay. Like, Give me the overview Of how, how we've got to a point Where Liverpool are bidding 111 million pounds for a player And he doesn't end up playing for Liverpool yeah. anymore Because that's quite I don't know That's a shocking situation really. that, That's very unlike any team really When you bid that much money for a footballer it usually comes on the provider that you're going to get them. Yeah. It feels like Liverpool have been played here
0: yeah, a little bit. That, that, well, that's exactly what <clears throat> the phrase I was going to use really is, it does feel like Liverpool have been played, and I think that's the impression that's been left with Liverpool as we got done there. Now, I should say at the top of this, that I wrote and I said on this show that Liverpool needed to put themselves in a position where they could look stupid this summer. I, I remember saying that, yep. specifically saying, rather than faffing about with £15-20 £25 million, Million pound defensive midfielders that you don't really fancy. Go and ask questions about the best ones. Go and ask about Moises Caicedo. I think I said, "Can you get in his head?" Yeah, like yeah. I'm pretty sure I said that. You know, Churmany. Can you, you know, keep asking questions about Churmany? Just be, be annoying almost and saying, "Look, come on, come on, is it a deal to be done? Come on, we want you. Come on, you know we, what you got took off there in that game. Come on, get back on. They needed to put themselves in that position. It's easy again for me to say it and then turn around and criticise and when they do put themselves in that position and do get made to look stupid. They have been. So on it was Thursday, I was actually away Thursday, and obviously you saw, it was Matt Law, wasn't it? The um, the first really inkling that, that Liverpool weren't were ready to agree a deal yeah. uh, or that they were, they were asking the question. And Liverpool, in fairness to, to when you speak to people at Liverpool, they were still very, very... Um, Quiet about it in the sense of well, Chelsea are still favourites, but we'll see what what we can do. And that's got to be because there was encouragement from the agent that look, or, and or from Brighton that look, this deal's not getting agreed, or this you know this this isn't happening. Um, there's an opportunity you can take advantage, and Liverpool have obviously put together a, a package. I think Jurgen Klopp used the phrase, the owners have stretched, yep. stretched it, um, really stretched it, as he put it. So they've got together this package, this you know, British record deal. Got it accepted, which was always gonna happen once they once they hit the sort of certain market or marker, sorry. And I think we all woke up on Friday. I know I did. I was up at six, I think. Yeah, was at ten, and you're thinking oh, this is gonna be an interesting press conference. So I think you know, we're gonna get Yeagen speaking about a new signing, you know, Liverpool him. And I think I don't know about you but I think The first thing I thought from the press conference was that's not this isn't going the right way. When you could tell by Jürgen's sort of answer, he said that yeah, we've agreed to deal with the club, but I don't want an agreement with the club, I want the player. And, you know, that was the sort of the message was was obvious that this isn't done yet and there's there's work to come and you have to look at it since then. You know, by that what Friday afternoon it was sort of obvious that the player had said no to Liverpool or the players' representatives had said no to Liverpool and from then on it was always going to be a case of when Chelsea agreed the deal and I think you have to the obvious the obvious um, conclusion to draw is that either Brighton and or the agents have used Liverpool to sort of hurry up this situation with Chelsea and make sure this deal gets done and that's not great for Liverpool I think I was not alone in being very, I would have, been, I would have been absolutely delighted if Liverpool got Kaisey. win. I think he's absolutely perfect for them, um, but back to the drawing boards, and then obviously the Lavia, the Lavia situation compounds the, the the sense of disappointment and well
1: uncertainty going forward. Absolutely, we'll speak on Lavia in a second. On, on the though, things to, to round up then, because I've seen a lot of criticism about Liverpool here, um and obviously there's been a lot of change at Liverpool in the yeah. transfer department. we have had the, up to the third sporting director in three years, and this one's only on a, a relatively short-term yeah. deal as well. The the the, the mood and a couple of questions I've seen in the Discord and on Twitter is like, would this have happened to a previous regime? Would they have smelt this rat early enough? Uh, that, and that's the thing, because yeah. if I, I, it feels like I, by, you know, the certain agency, certain agency or whatever, where Liverpool have, have been hesitant to deal with or whatever, it just, I don't know, it smacks of a little bit of like, did you get, you know, would Michael Edwards have got done by this, or Julian Ward have got like taken for a ride because they've obviously done this in the past? I remember even the many stuff for a couple of years last summer. I was like, yeah, he's not coming, so we're like, yeah, we, we, we don't, he's not going to come, so we move on. We, we don't really get involved yeah. so much. It got so far down the road without anyone smelling this particular rat that that in itself can, does raise alarm bells a little bit, I suppose. I
0: suppose it does, and, and we'll never know, will we? You know, would yeah. Michael Edwards have got played by it? I think there's a couple of things on that. One is, it was never... So Liverpool haven't built their whole summer around Moises Caicedo. I don't think, you know, I think they, they've they've built it around the midfielder coming in, but I don't think Liverpool have sort of put all their eggs in the Caicedo. They've ended up in a situation where, obviously, things have got out of control in terms of losing players and not necessarily getting, or not feeling that there's the right kind of player in there. I think there's also that feeling that, if it was Liverpool's mind that we're still going to Chelsea, the only the only loss by putting the, the bid in is, is face, isn't it? It's only PR. Because can you imagine if, if for example, Caicedo didn't go to Chelsea and didn't go to Liverpool and then an agent gives an interview in October and says, yeah, we, we, went, to, we went to Liverpool and we said, you know, there's a chance to do it and Liverpool said no. That, what's the what's the accusation? And the accusation is you're not putting yourself in the frame for for these best players. You know where, where were Liverpool when Caicedo was available? You know, so they've they've lost face, and they've lost the player. But I don't. I, I think it's more the situation they found themselves in that's 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 caused this problem. I don't. It's not it's not a similar situation to to say you know Bellingham where they've 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 put in months and months of this work and then it's turned out now. He's, he's, you know there's no chance and the same with Chiameni it's a bit of a different one. I think Liverpool sniffed an opportunity potentially and thought well we need to be there if there's an opportunity the only the flip side to that is of course when you agree 110 million pounds for a player and let's be fair what a good player he is and what a, I think he would have been a fantastic signer what a lot of money for for a player third with biggest fee of all time. Third biggest, I don't think he's hundred games in his career. As he, you know, he's not. He's certainly not not, not much above it twenty-one. You know, and a, and a, and for all for all that he's a is wonderful attribute a defensive minded midfielder. So that was a lot of money. And once you're doing that, obviously you, you are leaving yourselves open to the the tax that might get put on when you're looking for other players, especially with the time running out in the window. So I think Liverpool have got a prepare, brace themselves for that but I I don't have a huge problem with Liverpool putting themselves in the in the, the race for Caicedo and looking stupid because that's what I asked them to do. The question I would probably ask is could they have could they have done this earlier in the summer? Could they have you know could they have just been persistent and really sort of, you know, created this this war, this bidden war earlier and then left themselves a bit more time to react if, if it went the wrong way. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Suppose, yeah. You, you're Even in to, January? Yeah, there, it, 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 by all accounts, it, it's been there or thereabouts for a while. Let's move on to the Lavia stuff then, because I think this is the one that is almost like, you mentioned before, compounded issues. The people had two bids, I think I'm right saying. Three. Three bids, sorry, for, for, for male Lavia, all rejected. Chelsea have now come in, and by all accounts, have swooped in. the The thoughts are again: this, is, this might be completely wrong. Is that like Liverpool almost took the eye off the ball by going for Kasey. They'll come back, and all of a sudden, they've lost out on this one. The money—it looks like she's going to go to Chelsea for around fifty to fifty-five million mm. pounds, which Liverpool knew was the asking price anyway. So not only have they missed out on the guy they were going to spend 111 million. You talk about doing groundwork and lots of work on a player. Lavia was one of them. They've yeah. done all, you know, that if Casado was an opportunist um, bid or whatever, Lavia was the groundwork when they'd done all, they'd done everything. They spoke to people. They knew the price. They'd done all of that kind of stuff. This one almost it's not worse per se because maybe the level of play, but this one feels like a bigger disappointment in terms of he was the one that you'd identified that you were in for for ages and you've yeah. and and now all of a sudden he's
0: down coming to Chelsea.
1: This one this one's things a bit more, maybe. Yeah,
0: well he was a full almost a full back option, wasn't he? You know, you sort of you can get on board with if you if you have a go for Caicedo like and you miss and you land on Lavia, you sort of go, Okay, it's not I you know, Caicedo's like a better player or, you know, whatever you think about that. But okay, that's that's someone. But if you miss, obviously you miss both of them and to the same opponent. Which is just happens to be an opponent that's after the same thing as you this season in terms of top four. It it definitely does sting. I think I think the other the other element is obviously that Liverpool have, you know, started this this pursuit of Lavia with this firm notion that no value we're gonna we're gonna stick to our guns on this. We're not we're not getting fleeced. And actually they've got to the point where they they were willing to pay whatever really to get Lavia. You know, they, they, I, I haven't had it confirmed by Liverpool, and they haven't they haven't. I don't I don't think I've seen anyone sort of on the patch. Confirming an agreement with Southampton of sixty million, which was reported elsewhere yesterday. So I don't know if that's true, but they were clearly willing to go to forty-five, forty-six, probably fifty million plus for Lavia, having originally been like, no, no chance getting near that. And then to do that and to not get him, of course, it, it doesn't look good, does it? And I mean, there's obviously reasons he's he's chosen Chelsea. I think you know it was briefed quite heavily yesterday, Joe Shields, the, the co director of recruitment, I think, um, is, is, you know, well known, knows Lavia well from City, from Southampton and now from Chelsea. Um so okay, he's made his decision. I think Liverpool would be a bit more surprised by that than Caicedo making that decision, but they've got to deal with it. And what it does mean now is it means we've got fourteen days, two weeks what? Um yeah. to for Liverpool just a bit more actually isn't it um, to to get players in and it isn't it hasn't been an ideal situation all summer it's as bad as it gets at the moment really isn't it because they don't have everyone knows they've got money they have a clear need for players and they they've missed out on, on two that at least that they've identified as being workable you know or in Caicedo's case ideal so it's a really really big couple of weeks for for George Michael for Jurgen Klopp for FSG for everyone involved in it um i mean for what it's worth i mean if you if you take it in all in isolation if you look at it cold later today i think you can make i could make peace with liverpool saying that's too much money for romeo lavia i could because i i think it is i, th- I think it, i think it's a ridiculous amount of money to be perfectly honest but i think the same for Caicedo as it happens but I can't make peace with the idea that Liverpool now are going to suddenly re- restart their sort of search for a, a a hold midfielder and there's no way now that Liverpool can stick to their guns and say right we're going to look for the right value it's got to be the right deal it's got to make sense because that leaves them in the position where they might get nobody and when you've you've done what you've done with though you've put the money on the table you've done what you've done with Lavia you've gone up and up and up and failed I think you've now got to just swallow your pride and they've got to get something done and I'm fascinated to see what comes next. I know that's the next part of the agenda is what comes next. I'm fascinated to see it because I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I don't I'm I'm looking at it, I'm seeing possibilities, but I'm not seeing I'm not seeing anything obvious. I think it's more concepts. It's like right, what what comes next? Is it is it right? We're going to get another young hold midfield player that's got potential. Did he go after a, a, an established one and say, Go on, let's let's just sort of take a year or two out of this this player and see if we can just get muddled through a little bit today. Trent into midfield. I mean, I, I think there's a case to be made for that. Definitely, do they? God forbid, do they just go back to the defence and sort of say, right, we're going to make this defence sort of mega solid, and everything else goes on ahead of it, and we'll, we'll we'll stick with what we've got. You know, there's so much that Liverpool have got to consider now, and I'm sure they I'm sure there'll be a semblance of a plan already in place in terms of what they're going to do. But God, it needs it needs something. Yeah, absolutely. It's,
1: it's they found themselves in in the worst possible position in terms of you can't now cry poverty. Yeah, you've got you are desperate for play. You can't just go walk away from it. oh, well, we'll wait till next time. Like they've done, they did it with Van Dyke. Well, we'll just wait. We're happy with we're happy with what we've got. And we'll wait on that one. He did it with Ibu Kanati to an extent. Obviously, the end of having to get a couple of lads yeah. on loan in in the meantime. But well, last
0: season he'd done it with yeah. you know Arthur Mello was a, a, an example, wasn't he of a player that they, they 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 painted themselves into a corner there, didn't he? Where you know, they, they, they decide to go right in the last days of the transfer window that oh God, we actually do need a midfielder and they put them themselves in a position where it had to be a lone player and even then they picked the wrong lone player, didn't they, you know? Not not really not his fault, Arthur Mello at all, but I, I don't think it was a sort of you might you, you would have expected to get more than thirteen minutes out of him, but it wasn't a great surprise that you look and go, Do you know what happened to Arthur Mello? He wasn't fit when he arrived and he got injured. You know, that that was sort of quite Predictable, really, that I was going to happen. They need now. They need to get this right. I, I think I saw. I think Systeers on on Twitter said that they need a flawless end to the, or they need flawless recruitment between now and the end of the window. And I think that's that's the way I'd look at it. They need they need players who are just going to deliver, and it has to be that. It, it cannot be this sort of Arthur Mello type sign. It can't be this sort of fudge of a you know. Well, we missed out on lavie we missed out on KC, though. what There's nothing else out there there has to be something out there. They have to find it. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that clip from our Journal Insight show. If you want to watch or indeed listen to that show
1: in full, go on over to redmenplus.com. Sign up today as either a captain or a legend subscriber and you'll get Journal Insight Plus all of our other amazing shows directly into your podcast feed or you can watch it on redmenplus.com. Head over there now.